Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts. It's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our PC. Hello, everyone. Pandemic Nation, staying in your bathrobe all day, Nation. How is everyone holding up? I hope you uh, hope you showered today. I have a guest that is already apparently fielding a uh, a phone call. Ed, turn your phone off. That's okay. He's busy. <laughs> I for, I forgive you. Um, yeah, sorry, trying to do that. Here he is. Ed Ed Katz is our guest today from Catnip Marketing. So let's welcome him to the show. There he is. So I thank you for joining us, Ed. The the. The bad news is we're still in this ridiculous pandemic. The good news for Ed is he gets to spend it in Florida. And I was just challenging him on his virtual background, as we all will do. It's it's everyone's just trying to out virtual background the next guy. And uh, Ed has a lovely shot of the beach in Florida. But you tell me it's it was a uh, photo that you actually took not long ago. So I, I think it's fair. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, my wife and I were before they closed the beaches here. Uh, like right before it, it's the photo is maybe two weeks old. Okay, it's from it's about uh, three miles from our house, and it's lovely. And Ed is the uh, principal, founder, CEO, Grand Puba, uh, leader of of all at Catnip Marketing. And I'll tell you right off the top, the website is catnip catnipmarketing dot com. But make sure you spell it with a K. Um, a play on your name, no doubt. I take it. But what? Why? Actually, right off the top, why? catnip marketing other than the fact that um it's your name which is cool but why why'd you choose that name sure um it actually goes back to college at syracuse uh when i was working on a film project i was a dual major at syracuse with um in the newhouse school of communications i was a film major and also in what's now the whitman school of management i was a marketing major Mm -hmm. but uh for a film project senior year uh, we had to do something with a partner and my partner's last name ended in NIP. Oh. Of course, my last name starts with KAT. So we came up with the idea of catnip. And uh, about 15, well, no, actually about 11 and a half, 12 years ago, when I sold my half of an ad agency um, in Connecticut and looked to start a new one, um, I was trying to think of a name and I came up with what about using catnip? So I called uh, Tim, my college uh, partner. Mm-hmm. And uh, mentioned to him, I'd like to do it. And what do you think? And he said, go for it. But mm-hmm. but catnip is something that entices cats and uh, it gets them excited about things, uh, gets them to act. And I thought it was a good fit for uh, a marketing agency. Well, we'll get into all things marketing on this show. In particular, we I want to ask questions about 
what the hell do we all do now in terms of marketing? We're marketing in, in different ways. A lot of people kind of doing things on the fly. Everything is remote. Everything is about Zoom or whatever other platform you use. You've been doing this for uh, over 15 years. Before we get into all the pandemics, long, 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 okay, I'm sorry, 15 years heading the agency, I guess. I'm, 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 yeah, it's, it's about, about 12 with this agency and then 15 with a different one that I was co-owner of. Right? Oh, okay, okay. Before we get into all the, the quarantine stuff, why, um, tell me why you enjoy what you do, presuming you still do. I presume you do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I really like is helping clients get what we call real results. We do hashtag real results is something I post a lot uh, with case studies. There's plenty of case studies I have and um, uh, stories I could tell going back many years with all sorts of clients, and including uh, a State Department of Public Health that had to deal with creating a crisis communications plan that we did for something very similar. They were preparing for it about a little over 12, 13, 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm working on one right now for a client that I just got hired by that didn't have one because uh, it was one of the first questions I asked. I said, what does your crisis communications plan look like? And there was silence mm. in the room. So um, anyway, we uh, we're finishing that up now for them. But we're already obviously have some things we put in place to to keep them going now. But we want to have things ready uh, for once they emerge through this, as everyone will at some point, hopefully soon. Uh, And then what are the next steps to prepare for next time? uh, And what's everyone's role in the situation and how do you handle it? Yeah. And how do you handle this business? First of all, first of all, how, how are you holding up? How, what's going on in your home? Is everyone sane and healthy? You look none worse for the wear. You're wearing a college shirt today. So that's a plus, you know, I put my, I put mine on myself. It's all a big ruse. As we know, we all have to just simply look good from about mid chest up, but, but how are you doing? Right. Good. I, actually, I'm hearing that pants sales are down, but top <laughs> sales are up. I guess this is the reason why. And that's an but, actual yeah, thing, right? I heard the that's same an thing. Actual thing. Yeah, yes. it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, we're doing well. Thanks. Um, they, I'm in a gated community and they've taken away golf, which I don't Ooh. play anyway because it just takes too long. But yeah. but they've taken away our pickleball, uh, softball um, and swimming. But I still can ride my bike and still go for walks with my wife. So that's, that's not so good. bad. Yeah, that's not so bad. Yeah, the golf, I have a cousin, my cousin Eric, who had until as recently as I think like two weeks ago, he was posting pictures of playing golf with friends and um, he caught a little flack for that. But I mean, I'm not a golfer myself, so you and I are in the same boat. In fact, I I sort of have a little bit of uh, venom towards golfers because they think they're so cool and they probably think that they can keep playing because, well, you know, you play golf, you're safe distance away from everyone but it's one of those weird in-between things where yeah. I, I mean i don't know what the what the tenor of of discussion is like in in florida up here it, it's um you know you, you run the risk of being uh social distance shamed if if you post pictures of you standing near people right isn't that isn't that yeah. odd do you notice the same thing right that's true very true absolutely yeah, yeah. so tell me what what um Presuming you continue to do you continue to work with clients remotely during this period? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the fortunate thing is, I relocated here from Connecticut, um, uh, as you know, near near you in Connecticut, mm-hmm. um, uh, a, a year and three four months ago. And what we we had to do is, I had to transition the business to be an ongoing business down here with still almost all my clients 
uh, back up north. They're New York, Connecticut, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to do that. So working remotely was something, luckily for me, I got used to early on. Oh, I see. Um, right. So that helped make this this period easier. The hard part is, you know, obviously many of my clients' businesses have been affected. Sure. Uh, some adversely, a couple in a positive way, but that's the minority, certainly. But I, I do work in the arts and entertainment and nonprofit communities. Uh, and uh, there's a theater company down here that had, had a cancel cabaret uh, by the, the town mayor's order. Everything through May is totally canceled. Mm. So uh, we were doing all sorts of promotions. I lined up a TV media sponsorship for them. Everything's all canceled. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, a client uh, up north that has an annual event that would draw between ten and 15,000 people. That's postponed until fall. That was supposed to happen actually this coming weekend. Mm. And that's not obviously going to happen. So um, that's that's been hard. Uh, certainly lost business with that. But uh, working with nonprofits that uh, help the community and are staying open and telling the media that they're still open because there was one errant report that actually said they were closed. We turned that into a great opportunity. Um, they, they got the word out there that, uh, look, we're still open. They did a press release. And one of the TV stations, the NBC station locally came and covered them and did a story on what they're doing to help the community and how they're staying open and, and, and why they are actually under the circumstances. So it was great. It ended up uh, really turning into quite a positive for them, which that's, is great, great to see. That's what you got to do, right? And I think that's yeah. got to be the spin for a lot of businesses if, if you're going to be able to continue to do what you do. And most in the professional world, can do it. Right. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, um, you know, lawyers and anyone sort of in mm-hmm. professional services. Sure. Of course, you mentioned your entertainment clients who if, if you were putting on a show, you're you're out of luck for a little while. But your nonprofits, I'm sure all the business they do, the fundraising short, uh, the not the events, of course. But is it important for the people that you counsel, that you advise to keep marketing now? Yes, I, I for the businesses that are open or expect to be open soon or reopen soon. Yes, I, I put something out there about uh, now is is maybe a more important time for people to advertise because a lot of uh, potential clients or customers may think you're closed. So if you're not right. telling them you're actively open and what you're doing and how you're handling things to make them feel comfortable with it, you're, you're missing an opportunity, especially because many businesses are, are going silent, some because they feel they need to. Um, or they just, they had to shut their doors. So there's, there's, um, the commotion, the ad buzz that's normally out there, the clutter Mm -hmm. is less. Mm -hmm. So it's easier to cut through if you are actually being proactive and talking about your business now. Right. And that's, I think what you absolutely need to do. And if you can't do hundred percent of what you used to do, then let people know what you are doing. We're, we're inviting people to, as you may know, we're inviting people to come on this show, any business owner who wants to remind people of what they do. And as you know, we, I don't charge for appearance on this show. And so um, I'm trying to keep pumping that word out there. Come on here. We'll, we'll blast your po- the, the podcast around so people know. And Ed, you should direct all your clients this way as well. I'd be happy to welcome any of them. It's, um, it is just Great. a weird new way of, of doing business, right? And the... I mean, God bless the people who are doing the the fast food stuff and everything else, um, because you know I'm I'm tipping more than I used to. I probably shouldn't because because I, everybody is watching every last dollar. But um, you know, I feel bad for some of these places that if they don't if they don't keep going, if they don't 
uh, have some kind of semblance of business during this period, they might be out of luck. Um, I had to wait two hours for a uh, Chipotle delivery the other night, but you know what? I did not complain. I didn't. I understand. You know, it's okay. My kids are not going to starve to death. Um, tell me um, what kind of messaging you suggest to people, and I don't want you to. I'm, I'm uh, certainly hope I'm not asking you to repeat yourself, but. Um, can people continue on? Is there an opportunity for the people you advise to show what sympathy to show that we're in this together to come up with ways to help their constituent that they might not have done in the past? Great question. And I'm actually working on finalizing a television ad for a client that's never done TV before they're doing cable uh, for their region. And it's an electrical services company. Mm -hmm. And uh, they want to let people know that they will service their generator and they will make house calls for emergencies and they they go through what they do for precautions mm-hmm. so if they have to enter the home how they're protected the the coverings they're wearing um, and how they how they do the procedures so we're letting people know they're still open for business the rates right now the tv radio cable are doing great deals for clients that do want to advertise because they've lost a lot of business and they need to do something to try to spur it on what I'm seeing in, in several markets, probably, if not all markets, the ones I'm working in anyway, down here and up northeast, um, is that TV viewership, especially in daytime hours, is significantly higher. I mean, we're seeing ratings of, of local newscasts, up hundreds of percentages. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's unprecedented. And, and the rates are lower because they're giving discounts because they want to get people on. Right. So whereas this company has never considered doing anything television oriented, with with new technology, we can actually create a commercial without shooting anything, putting together stills and graphics and some motion um, without ha- having to actually go and do a new TV shoot um, and using images they have. So we're creating a just a basic low budget commercial with a serious voiceover, mm-hmm. letting people know that we're there for you. The company's been around many, many years. So we talk about that, um, that they're in a fixture in the community and they're here to help and want everyone to stay safe and, and they'll help protect you and your home. And if you need a generator, they, they can do that now, too. Yeah. So um, we, we thought it was a good time for that. And the message and the pricing was right for the deal. So we're just finishing the ad right now. I'm just waiting for the, the voice guy to finish his uh, his uh, his last take that we can use. And then we'll, we'll get it on the air later this week. You know, so in, the fu- in, in the future, Ed, I do a little bit of voiceover work myself. This is the voice that go. I use. Okay. And uh, no, <laughs> for pod 617, <laughs> I do. Um, we're going to... Uh, Brief break here, but we're going to continue talking with Ed about um, the way this is going to change business permanently in the future, if if it will, and what kind of things are gone. For instance, the handshake. I'm going to get your thoughts on that in a minute, Ed, because I don't want to. I don't want to have delivered my last handshake. I want at least a couple more before I die. Um, and then we're going to play one edition of Good Stuff, where Ed and I each give you a tip on survival in these uncertain times, as we say. Before we do that, just want to remind you of what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network, pod617.com. How would you like your own podcast? Is now a time you really should be thinking about such a thing? Well, perhaps. It's a terrific way to reach your audience, to reach your clients, your constituents. They're at home. Let's face it, you've got a wrapped audience like never before. They're waiting to hear from you. And we have some special deals running on pod617.com. We'll ship you out a quality USB mic. They are arriving in three business days or less. You can get started on your podcast, start talking to your clientele. And we have some reduced rates to, to help those that are continuing to get their message out there. 
And as I mentioned earlier in this program, if you'd like to be a guest on the Boston Podcast, why don't you just email me, david at pod617.com. We'll get you up. We'll get you talking about your business, your practice, whatever it is that you do, so we can continue to keep that word out. Pod617.com. Be part of the pod revolution, my friends. In pod, we trust. Just have to keep saying that. Just have to keep saying in pod, we trust. Pod will save us. Um, it, it's strangely religious. I don't know. We all getting a little bit more spiritual than we used to be, I think. <laughs> how about, yeah. how about, um, I mean, we just, well, we, we just went through Passover and we felt this year we had an 11th plague. So, anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the plague jokes were, were rampant. Yeah. Did you do a, did you do a virtual Seder? We did a zoom and yep. with our daughter, which was, which oh, was really good. nice actually. Yeah. We, we did, I did it with uh, my kids and, and their mom and some family members that, you know, via zoom, I like the way we, some people did like a full, you know, Seder, the whole mishpucha, as our people would say, um, with the Haggadah. And some people were like, you know, sh- screen sharing a Haggadah. And um, what we did was, my, my brother-in-law happens to be a rabbi, so all we did was he said a few words and just how, you know, it's impo- uh, family so important these days. And isn't it nice to at least be able to see each other? And then um, that was about it. It was about 15 minutes. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm not... Um, you know, I'm not a fan of the entire huge three three hour long, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Seder anyway. So it worked just fine. But let's talk about um, how sort of business practices generally Ed, might change in the future. You know, you and I, having been in the professional world for so many years, we go to conferences, we go to events. Sometimes we go to trade shows. You know, we go to meetings with a lot of people. Those are going to be slow to come back. I take it. We shake hands. We sometimes hug people. You know, <laughs> um, have you given any thought to that? I, I don't know if uh, how philosophical we want to get about this, but well, is do you see things changing in the future? In the in the short term, they're already changed. But how about in the longer term as well? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're still going to get back to um, we're going to do social distancing for at least a, a couple more months, possibly longer, as they're they're starting to see that. It seems that even if you had uh, the virus and uh, the immunities don't necessarily prevent you from getting it back again, you can right. still get it. So that that's a problem. And, you know, if, when they come up with a vaccine and then it'll be fine and we'll, we'll move forward. And I know there's a promising test coming out of Israel right now that looks like uh, Gilead may have developed something that'll work. But it's still going to take at least a year for that to get around. So I think we're, we're going to be in a rough spell for a while. Where I think the biggest impact is going to be is on large group events. Major sporting events are going to have to do without crowds because they've got the TV contracts that provide most of their revenue, but they're going to lose all the, I mean, the concessions. I mean, I was at one of the last um, spring training games with the Yankees uh, and the Marlins here, Mm -hmm. and uh, they made the announcement during the game, actually, that all the future games were done. Oh boy. And our uh, the guy who was one of our vendors standing right there, he practically burst into tears. Mm. Uh, and I just felt bad for all the people that are going to be impacted. So um, major sporting events with with huge crowds and concerts uh, and conferences are going to be the slowest, I think, to come back. I think they're going to be able to do smaller group settings a little easier. And, and uh, with virtual distancing, you may be able to do some things in person. But um, not right away. Yeah, I think it's everyone's going to be cautious. And then the question is, you know, like here in Florida, Jacksonville opened their beaches. I think it's a, a mistake. Yeah, but that's they, they've done it, and uh, we'll see what happens. I, I just think uh, each state's going to make their own call, and some states are more affected. I know New York and New Jersey are the hardest hit. Um, 
so it's going to be different in everywhere. You know, if you're in Montana, it's probably not as, as big a deal because not that many people have it. There's a lot of distance anyway. But in New York, space is at a premium and it's crowded and, and major cities, Boston, too, of course. Yeah. So it's it, that's a trick. That's 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 going to be hard to get through and and take longer, I think, for them to figure it out unless they come up with a vaccine and then things could get back to uh, what we remember as normal much sooner. Right. The vaccine is the only true light at the end of the tunnel as far as we can see. Right. I mean, because in between now and the vaccine, that's that's what that's to me. The big unknown is what life is going to be like. Um, You call it, you know, two, three months from now where I I presume that we'll get to a state where governors will, you know, um, let people go. Uh, the, The stay at home order will be no more. But then it's like, well, what about people who take public transportation to work. They very well may not feel comfortable doing that. Um, right. Does that mean traffic will be, traffic can't get any worse in Boston anyway? Although checking the traffic today, uh, pretty light, pretty light right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, and, and things like that, um, you know, there could be months and months of people still doing things remotely. I don't know, will you be as engaged in watching a sporting event on TV that has no I mean, I, I guess it, it it should be. It's almost like they should make a virtual crowd just to simulate it or something. Will you do? Will you watch sports? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I miss it. I mean, I miss Me the too, Yankees. Yeah. Uh, and I know, you know, in Boston, I, I actually did a marketing project years ago for the Red Sox. They were a total professional class organization. Um, so, it, it, and and you know, these are major fixtures for for cities uh, around the country. Mm-hmm. Um, not only for income, but for for fan interest in building community, I, and also for from a standpoint of um, being a, a business for for business. Because uh, when you have a sports team, businesses participate. Their sponsorships, they they get involved. It's a it's a great tie and, and an anchor for a community major sports team. So um, that's a factor. Now, as far as watching it, you know what? I mean, when you think about, about it, they did sitcoms with fake audiences. They yep. may be able to do that with sports, <laughs> right. but yeah. it's not, I don't think it's going to be the same, but uh, they, I'm sure someone's going to try it. They're going to have to experiment with it and see what happens. Yeah. I might think about, here's an idea for the sports world. And Ed, you can have this one for free. If you, in your travels, you talk to anybody in, in organized professional sports how about you shoot it differently? Because inevitably the, the, the camera shots of sports are designed to show the crowd, right? right. Um, it's part of the experience. You see people, you see when a, someone hits a home run, there are inevitably five or six rapid fire shots of people thrusting their fists right. in the air and jumping up and down. Yep. How about if you made it more of, almost, it looked like a reality show where like all the cameras were on the field and maybe you invite the audience in a little more and do more audio. Now, of course, there are issues. They might need a, a delay button because the, those mm-hmm. ball players swear all the time. Those dirty <laughs> bastards. But um, but but that's the kind of thing I wonder if. I mean, there was a, there was talk. I don't know if they did this, but the NBA was was planning on doing a a, a horse tournament. That the game the game of horse where yeah. you, you're just imitating that. and that. That was a creative stroke. Now, I don't know if I would watch it, but that was a creative stroke. You can do that. You can have one ball player in one arena, one ball player in another arena, and yeah. he, you know, show what the shot is. He's got to copy it. I don't know. This is You're the marketing guy, Ed. Help me out here. <laughs> yeah. Could, well, could, it, like I said, I think they're going to try different things. I think they'll try fake audiences. It's the audience yeah. uh, audio uh, for the crowd noise. Um the, the one like for baseball, I don't think it's quite as big a deal because, you know, the field is separated enough and, and football, 
Um, you'll notice it a little more in football, but to me, basketball is really going to feel it because the audience, the the crowd is right on top of the players in basketball games. And, you know, you've seen sometimes where they'll, they'll go for a ball and they'll end up diving into the stands and uh, it does happen in baseball. I mean, Derek Jeter made that famous play, but overrated. Yeah, I know. Sorry, but, (laughs) but uh, it it does happen. So it's, Mm. um, but I think basketball is going to be the most hurt by it, but they're going to try the horse thing. I don't know if people will be interested. You know, it's right. sort of like the skills competition on on uh, the All Star Weekend or something. Yep. Yeah, they can try it. We'll see what happens. We'll see what the audience is like. I just, I'm not a fan of reality sports. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but uh, they they have their audiences and they've been popular. So maybe they'll have to cross over to take some of the aspects of that to make it more watchable. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and I'm with you. I, I don't. I don't care for like watching the pro basketball players that appear on the Kardashian show and like hearing about some of their drama. Right. It's not, exactly. that's, that's not sports, but yeah. for a younger generation, eh, that yeah. might be, that might be the way to go. You know I mean? And some of these reality shows have succeeded in the past. What I'm just suggesting is, could you do a live version of a reality show, which who the hell knows, but Hey, listen, Hey, well, if here, here's, here's one thing there, yep. there's, if you're familiar with, um, and if you go to live theater much, but I'm, I do some theater producing too. I've done some reviews, um, and I'll, I'll give a little plug here. Catsreviews.com still has uh, shows archived and movies and film, uh, movies nice. and theater I've, I've reviews. Uh, I was a reviewer for um, radio station in Bridgeport, WICC, for uh, almost two years. But um, as the producer of The King's Speech, the play, I- I'm wondering how because that was canceled. That was on a successful tour. It was in Chicago. It was, uh, mm. it was in Washington, DC, supposed to be in Hartford, uh, actually ending its run right about now. And that's obviously didn't happen. And the rest of the run has been canceled and it's supposed to go to Broadway. So that kind of thing, I know there's Broadway HD and mm. they're streaming, um, shows that you can, you buy a subscription. They'll do, I think they do the first week or the first month free. And then it's maybe eight ninety nine a month. And you can see all these great shows, including things like kinky boots on Broadway recorded, but how different is the experience? How right. meaningful is it going to be to someone watching it on TV versus watching it, um, you know, there. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's tricky. And, and I don't know how that's going to affect it. So um, uh, we, that remains to be seen. It's it's going to be we're in new grounds. Version one Yeah, it's it's you're right, and you wonder if we'll see maybe more of that, not just for Broadway plays, but for you know TV. A lot of TV shows have mm-hmm. just suspended production, but once you can yep. get once you can get to a point where we are allowed to have twenty people in the room or whatever. They, there were some there. I mean, there's plenty of live TV. Obviously, has been around since TV's been around, but there was a spell where they, they experiment with doing like sitcoms live. I remember there was an episode of ER that they did live. It was a cool thing to do once in a while. You wonder if something like that might come back. I don't know, but, but theater, you would hope. The other thing is, is if, um, I wonder if the virtual reality people are really trying to up their game because the, the technology isn't quite, have you ever tried one of those virtual reality goggles, any of that business? Yeah. Um, so like the, the NBA has a product. It's not ongoing right now because they're not playing. But for a while, you could put on the goggles and you could see an NBA game live like you're sitting courtside. And so mm-hmm. and of course, it's that. yeah, it's virtual reality. Of course, you can turn your head. You can, look, you can actually, quote unquote, watch the game with a friend who is someplace else wearing their virtual reality goggles. You would turn to your right. You would see this person's avatar, not the actual person, but probably something that resembled like a 
I don't know, like a Simpsons character or something, <laughs> or like a, a blue avatar guy or whatever. But you could talk to that person. You could say, hey, wasn't that a good play or whatever. Um, so there's that. And I wonder if that's coming with more um, intensity. The To me, when I tried it, it was cool, but it, it's not necessarily the way I want to watch an entire game because the, the, the graphics aren't quite perfect. So it's not like okay. you it's not like you forget and you're like, oh, I thought I was just in the game. But okay, that, but but if they improve that, right. what would you think? Yeah, well, I mean, now's a great time to try it. I'd say I'd say that. I, I've been saying for a while before this pandemic hit that that technology will be huge in the future. If if not five years from now, I think ten years from now, simply because it's economical. You know, if you want to see, you know, you two or the Rolling Stones, or I'm really dating myself by naming old bands, but anyway, some <laughs> some big band, Ed Sheeran's performing live. You want to see Ed Sheeran live at Madison Square Garden or, or Boston Garden for um, even just a decent seat? That's going to cost you what three hundred bucks, maybe um, at least one hundred and fifty bucks. Sure. With this virtual reality thing, you can put everyone in the front row and everyone pays 12 bucks or whatever it is, like a pay-per-view thing. And if they amp up that technology, then then great. Now, it, it's it's in the past, I used to say what's depressing about it is you don't you're not re- really with anybody else. But now might be the time. I don't know. Um, right. and, and I know esports are becoming more popular now because people can watch that and it, it's no different than, than it has been. It's, it's, it's the same. Right. So it's not, it's, it's remained unchanged and just by virtue of the elimination of all the other sports, it's become more prominent now. So I'm surprised there's not more, you know, Las Vegas action on esports. There, there probably is. I just haven't heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all that it, it would totally make sense. We are uh, up against the clock a little bit, but we do have time to play a segment of good stuff. Let's do that. Oh, that's the good stuff. All right. We all need a little good stuff for crying out loud. Now, you can say whatever you want, Ed, a, a tip that has helped gotten you through this quarantine, even if it's uh, yeah, I even will allow a cocktail uh, recipe. Most, most people, when I first ask, it's like, well, booze. And I'm like, well, yeah, OK, we all know that. We all know that. We're all drinking. <laughs> Except meat. in Pennsylvania, yep. where I think the, the liquor stores are all closed. Right? Is that true? Right. Oh, yeah. God, thank God. Right, what a nightmare. <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine that that might prompt me to learn how to become a distiller, to be a moonshiner. That, <laughs> moonshining yeah. is booming in Pennsylvania. Um, right. So do you have something, Ed, for our listening audience here? I, I got a couple of things. Great. Uh, first off, um, my wife uh, has this new drink, Aperol. Ooh. I'm not that familiar with it, but she likes it with a with a uh, with prosecco and and a spritz of uh, club soda. That Aperol so is the name of the product or the drink? Yes, the product. Uh, I think both. Okay, <laughs> and so you 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 mix it with some champagne, with prosecco, prosecco, which right. is like a fancy and, uh, champagne. Yeah, it's the unfancy champagne, right? Oh, is and it? then uh, some club <laughs> soda and some ice, and that's uh, it's right. refreshing. And, um, okay, she she likes it. Yep, and that's A P E R O L. Okay. Give us uh, ad money, right? Yeah, and not a sponsor of the one, show yet, but hey, give us a call. Right, right. And then the other one I'll, I'll say, and again, the credit to my wife, Anne, is that um, she thought, you know, since we're going to be indoors uh, and not able to go out to restaurants, mm-hmm. we're going to be cooking more. So she got us a subscription to HelloFresh. Nice. And we've been making some dinners, like one, one night I'll make it, one night she'll make it, maybe two nights she'll make it. And then we, we actually cooked together the other night and it worked out great and the food's good. So that's, that's been something. Now, 
as far as the other thing for, for HelloFresh, part, pardon me, Ed. Uh, HelloFresh is, um, it just gives you recipes or they send you stuff? They send you the ingredients? They send the whole, oh, okay. all the food oh, good. In, a, in a sealed with refrigerated packets and things. Um, and it's it's still a fraction of what it would cost if you're eating it out. So it's- uh, That's a good tip. Good. Everything's in there. This is a the, good time the, to try that for sure. Yep. Right. And the recipes are very specific. So you really can't screw it up if you follow it. <laughs> I need that easy. too. Yes. Me too. Yeah. It was, it's very <laughs> helpful. Um, and then for, for what I'm watching, uh, I've seen a few things. A new one, I just uh, watched, uh, it, I guess it's only one season. I am not okay with this. Oh, um, haven't about seen a this. girl, mm-hmm. a girl who's a, a high school student who discovers she has superpowers, sort of. Oh, I like and it. And how she has to deal with it and try to keep it a secret, which of course doesn't happen so well. Um, Atypical, which a friend of ours, uh, we, we actually been doing virtual, not, not even virtual, actual hap- social distancing happy hours where people will pull up in their golf carts and stay, you know, eight, 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. And we'll have a, we'll each bring our own drinks, maybe a snack and we'll eat and drink in place and just talk with people from 10 feet away. So they mentioned, um, atypical, which is, uh, on Netflix. Uh, both of those are on Netflix mm-hmm. and that's a terrific show. My wife and I are very into it where I think in the second season, I think there's three seasons. It's about a kid with autism and how the family deals with it. Um, but it's a comedy. And uh, it's done very, very well. Jennifer Jason Lee, I think, is the biggest name in it. She's yeah. the mother. Uh, Homeland is always a favorite. My wife and I watched that on Showtime. Uh, the Plot Against America has been pretty involving on HBO. Um, on, on Amazon Prime, I, I'll give you two. Mm. Uh, the Boys, which is a horrible name for this really dark, twisted superhero show. It's incredibly well and smartly written and very cleverly done. It's called The Boys. I've seen it. I've seen really it. I was dark. I was actually just going to bring it up when you mentioned ah, you when go. you mentioned the other show about the uh, I'm not okay with this. The she right. discovers she and I was going to say The Boys because I've I've seen the full run of The Boys. That's a great one. If you haven't, and I'm Isn't sure, it? It's yeah, I, if yeah. you haven't seen it, check it out. It it turns the whole superhero you know paradigm on its head the 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 and this is just the premise of it right they you think the superheroes are going to be the good guys it turns out in this universe they might not be the good guys they're kind of creations of corporations which is really great yeah really great atypical i definitely should check out i've heard that a couple times i have a son with autism and so if you can make me laugh about that then great and i don't mind laughing about it because my son's very funny and so it's uh that's all good those are yep. great ones. Wow. You, you, um, you really, um, broke the bank on the, did you have, was there more Ed, or was that it? I have another one for go you. Go for it. Yeah. Jack go for it. Ryan, yep. Jack Ryan on Amazon prime. It's, it's good. It, I think, uh, John, uh, Chris, Krasinski, Krasinski yeah. is, is a little miscast, but the second season he gets into it better. And it's, um, it, it's fun. It's, it's pretty well done. It's by one of the creators I think of lost. Yeah. So. That's good to hear. Cause I tried it and couldn't do it. I'm, I'm my son Griffin and I are such intense fans of the office that it's yeah. hard for us to see. Like you say, miscast. I, ju- he, he's still just Jim, ha- Jim Halpert to me, but, but maybe right. I'll give well, it. He was, he was great in that movie. If you saw, um, a quiet something uh, quiet place a I quiet place you're right quiet that was place. that was yeah. good i was all in on yeah. that so that was good yeah and he was not bad in the the benghazi movie 13 hours or whatever that was called but yeah i'd rather have uh goofy jim halpert and um right. have you right. have yeah, you seen that. the the youtube thing he's doing the sng some no sgn some good news have you seen that no um i i read about it i have not seen it yet but i did read it was it's that's supposed to be people are really liking it he's he's just killing it he's and it's nothing more than him 
you know, pretending to be a news anchor and, you know, with, with tongue in cheek here and there, he's making yeah. jokes. Um, but it is uplifting. He, he brings out a lot of heat and then he'll, he'll spring a surprise on someone like, uh, I won't ruin it for those who haven't seen it, but this he's done, I think he's done three episodes. The third one, he does this, it's like a live, not a prank, but he stages this thing where he treats these people. This was the, the COVID-19 team, at um, a hospital in Boston, Beth Israel Hospital. No, I'm forgetting which one. I won't say it. Anyway, um, and then he treats a girl who was, if you haven't seen episode two, it is just spectacular. You would love it being a fan okay. of the theater because there's a girl who had to, was very sad because she couldn't go see Hamilton. And so Krasinski, Krasinski and his, yeah, make sure you check out episode two of Krasinski's uh, Some Good News. She He with his, the help of his um, amazing wife, the actress, of course, Emily Blunt, they bring Hamilton to this girl, and I'll leave it there because I, I, I don't want to give away the whole surprise. But, man, he is. And, you know, it's, as you'll appreciate, Ed, we've been talking about it. it it's, this is where the creative people need to step it up, you know. And I, I got some grief on Facebook because when I saw that episode of Saturday Night Live recorded remotely, what I said was, great effort. Love that you tried it. Love that you love that you got Tom Hanks to host, but they, it was really hard to watch because they just didn't have the technology wasn't there. All these actors in their homes, they don't have good microphones. Just get some silly microphones out to these people. It would be bad. Right. Did you see that? Right. The SNL? No. Okay. No, I'm yeah, not, miss not a huge fan of them <laughs> lately, but yeah. 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 Anyway. So, um, Ed Katz, you've been an awesome, awesome guest, and I'm going to have to make my way through all of those recommendations you gave me. It's, again, it's catnipmarketing.com with a K, catnipmarketing.com. Any other ways people should know to get in touch with you, or is the website good? The website is good. The, everything is there. Um, my background, bio, uh, the awards, all the stuff. So, yeah, it's there. Awesome. I'm glad you're holding up well. It's good to see your face and hear from you. Once again, if you'd like to be a guest on this show, particularly if you're a business owner, you want to keep the mojo going during these crazy unprecedented times just email me david at pod617.com or go to the website pod617.com and we'll get you right on the show and we'll get the episode posted rather quickly certainly before the uh, quarantine is over is it ever going to be over ed is it ever going to be over i sure hope so sooner the better <laughs> me whenever too. it's safe i hope you enjoyed yourself on the show i hope i brought a little light all the way down there to florida good yep thank you very much david great job <laughs> all right Thanks so much, Ed. And um, once again, pod617.com is where you go. Lots of deals on there. If you want to start your own podcast, we'll ship you out the mic. You can get started within a matter of days. My name is Dave. And on behalf of Ed Katz of Catnip Marketing, I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a good day, everybody. Hang in there. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Okay.